Hey everybody, it's Maxie, the composer for the show and the gal who played Harvey D. Godlove. May his memory be a blessing. Eidolon Rock and Pop will resume on April 19th for Patreon subscribers and April 26th for everybody else. But until then, I'm going to be GMing a game that I co-wrote with my pal Holly Hutchinson. It's called Our Stormy Present. And in the same way that Eidolon draws from Persona and JoJo's, OSP draws from the console RPGs that we grew up with. Your Finals Fantasy, your Dragon's Quest, your Lives I Live, and so on. It's slated to come out on April 5th, so if you like what you hear, you can pick it up very soon. Hope you enjoy the show! In a cold and dusty corner of the galaxy, closely orbiting a dim violet Z-class star, there is a small planet known to its inhabitants as Shinewave. This planet is remarkable for four things, all of which are essential to their way of life. A comfortable position well within its sun's habitable zone, coupled with an atmosphere rich in oxygen and nitrogen, a vast network of floating continents and towering skyscrapers allowing the populace to live far above the dust-shrouded surface, said to be blighted and unlivable following a terrible calamity in the planet's ancient history. An intrinsic attunement to K-Energy, a powerful form of quasi-magical radiation generated by harnessing the awesome force of art and music. And some pretty sweet dive bars. Though it lacks a central government, most of Shinewave is well under the thumb of the Empire Corporation, more specifically Empire Entertainment and Aeronautics, which, since they control the vast majority of all popular media and aircraft produced on the planet, can kind of do whatever the hell they want. At this very moment, there is a camper van soaring through the lower stratosphere, kept aloft by a hot air balloon and the endless thumping of a drum machine. Aboard this van are four... musicians... of ill repute. Draped over a sofa in the corner, the heir, Pottleroy Whippleberry Doomlord III, erstwhile scion of the Doomlord Dynasty slash recording label, thought dead by his old friends and family. Uh, Pottleroy, what are you up to? Uh, mention I'm laying on a sofa, I think I'm just, yeah, laying on it and, like... I am intensely bored, and I'm, like, my eyes have sort of gone out of focus a bit, and they're just staring at the, like, pills in the sofa fabric, and I'm just kind of absently picking at them and then flicking them away. Alright. The pet, Rosa de Circo, enormous fairy armadillo, acrobat, inhuman cannonball, and synthesizer expert— along with the extremely dangerous laser hoop seemingly bound to her by fate itself. Rosa, what are you up to? Uh, I'm practicing juggling. Oh, nice. Uh, balls or clubs or... Uh, cans of beans. Nice. 
yeah, you know, we we had them for later, but they were around. Mm-hmm. The balls were like slightly too far away from my hands, and the cans were like right there, and I didn't want to move. Mm-hmm. The scoundrel Forte Pianissimo, at least that's what she claims her name is, a collector of instruments which we might politely say have a distinctive sound but which, more accurately, are literally possessed and wail with the voice of a dozen demons apiece. Uh, Forte, what are you up to? Uh, I've recently acquired a, um, like, 90s-style PDA that has a really shitty AI in it, and I've just been having a very loud political argument with it for the past hour. (laughs) What's its stance? (laughs) Um, well... It keeps trying to complain that the things I'm putting in my to-do list aren't legal, and I've been trying to convince it that laws are innately unjust, and it is morally uh, our obligation to not follow them. All right. I'm going to make a note of that. (laughs) (laughs) The narrator will remember this. (laughs) And, as always, desperately trying to keep the van in working order, and mostly succeeding, there is the Roughneck, Lepus Leia Othus, a rabbit woman who once ruled the Sharpwater Spring combat arena with a very literal iron fist. These days, she's the group's bassist and mechanic, uh, as well as, when necessary, a bit of extra muscle. Uh, what is Leia up to? And also, what's going wrong with the van this time? <laughs> Oh, fucking Potteroy tried to to cook in what he thought was the oven, but is actually, like, you know, a a core part of this thing's engine that keeps us moving forward. Thankfully, it wasn't anything that was necessary to keep us in the air, but if we didn't want to, like, stay in place, I need to fix this thing. All right. So, yeah. I'm just just hammering away at this horse shit. (laughs) Just cleaning scrambled eggs out of it. (laughs) (laughs) At least I hope those are scrambled eggs. I'm not really sure what he was going for, but that's what he wound up with. Well, they weren't scrambled when he started. <laughs> Are scrambled legs supposed to be that sticky? I'm going to say no. I I just cracked some eggs and put them in the oven. Did, did you crack them? Polaroy, what kind of eggs were they? I don't know. Whatever was in the refrigerator. That does... I haven't bought eggs. Well... Well, then I don't know what I was cooking. I, I mean, we're basically pirates. We don't really buy anything. I stop all the time and get us a little bit of things to keep going. Like, listen, you can't just steal salt and, and sugar and, like, necessities. You have I, to get them I from shove, somewhere. I shove an entire bag of, like, salt and sugar packets under the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think it, I think the PDA is going to pipe up because Lexi, you have given me an NPC, and I am going to abuse that privilege. <laughs> um, I think it's just going to pipe up. I don't think it's stealing if they give them to you for free. Thank you. Okay, you're finally starting to get it. <laughs> but also. When we do steal, we're taking from an evil empire and all that jazz. Like, it's 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 justifiable. Yeah, listen, I have tried to explain this to him, like, five times. It's just not getting through. The moral judgment... You can sustain yourself for weeks just going to a diner and eating out of the salt shakers and sugar packets. That's two of the five basic food groups right there. 
See, Pomeroy has been with... I don't know how long you've been with us, but... See, you're finally starting to pick up some stuff. I'm, I'm glad to see it. Aside from the nutritional advice, which is dubious at best, the fact of the matter is that, moral judgment aside, you are wanted for your actions against Empire Entertainment and Aeronautics. Shrug. If you gnaw on the table legs for fiber, you've got three of the five basic food groups. Uh, I... <laughs> is Pomeroy okay? I, I'm better now than I have been at times. <laughs> there have been rough goings in my life. He's got scurvy really bad. <laughs> uh, uh, Forte, did you happen to steal any uh, ketchup packets while you were at it? Get him some vitamin C? Uh, all I have is Arby's sauce. Does that count? I, probably, I assume. I'll take it anything that fills out food group number four. Is food group number four sauces, Pottleroy? It is sauces. Sauces, fiber, salts, sugars, and... I'm trying to think of a funny enough <laughs> joke. You did this to yourself, Luke? Come over to my fire, let's did. go. Ah, and of course, gravies. Which you'd think were... In, in times past, we thought sauces and gravies were the same thing, but not so. Well, here in the enlightened future, we definitely know better. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, anyway, I am going to say, Leah, while you're working to fix the whole oven slash engine situation, um, curse you, you're starting to run low on parts because the ship is, listen, it is functional at the best of times. Now, now. Now watch what you're saying because this was this was my dad's ship, all right. He built it with his own two hands, and I maintained it with mine. And 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 be careful what you're about to say. Um, omnipotent voice. <laughs> Strictly speaking, you've maintained it with one of your hands and one that is his. When you think about it, it's not his. He just lives in it, or is a ghost in it. It's 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 complicated. But it is my robot hand, okay? It's still my hand. I really should have come up for, uh, with a voice for your dad in advance. Give us your best dad right now. Go. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> no. I was going to just operate with the assumption that only she could hear it. And I was just going to riff like that. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> I do like that. Maxie, I just want you oh. to imagine just a, a beer-bellied middle-aged guy scratching his bare <laughs> chest and, like, eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you, would you would you say that a person living in a house it's not their house it's the realtor's house? No, no, we're not we're not having this discussion again. Okay? Is it the, is it the grounds house? Is it the foundation's house? No, it's their house. It's part of my body. It's all of my body. I'm just listen. You don't, you don't need to hang out here. This thing has a battery. Uh, yeah, but you know. I'm, I'm wor- listen, listen. I worry about you. You're. I'm not allowed to keep. An eye, I'm not allowed to keep an eye on my daughter now. Come on. You're allowed to keep an eye on me, but you're not allowed to like just you know commandeer my hand when it suits you. Potteroy does not get up, but he kind of flops his neck to a different direction to look at. Um, sorry, I'm learning names still. Uh, Rosa, and says she's talking to herself again. Yeah, but. I don't want to get between her and whoever is on the other side. <laughs> she seems she gets very like 
rough against it. She does. It alarms me. Uh, I can you- hear you. This is not a very big ship. Um, <laughs> we just worry about you, buddy. Look, I told, I've told you a thousand times. My dad's ghost is in the hand. Uh-huh. Sure. You want beans? Uh, the hand does just wave by itself. <laughs> Would the hand want beans? I'm going to put the beans away. <laughs> um, but yeah, Leah, you are running low on parts. It's The ship is still going to function for a while because the hot air balloon part, at least, is pretty reliable, but you probably don't want to be stranded in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and the audio equipment's also been kind of rough lately. Uh, but, luckily, you actually have a lead on something very good in the vicinity. Which is the F999 amplifier being debuted at a show uh, not far from here. Oh, I like I like the sound of that. Uh, go, go on, all-powerful narrator, tell me more. <laughs> uh, the F999 narrator is the top of the line of the F series from Empire Entertainment, primarily used by their own musicians, but available for the low price of 100,000... Should have come up with a currency name, too. I'm just going to call them Bits. Mm-hmm. Mila, how do we feel about Bits? Sure. Uh, yeah, I have mixed opinions on Bits. Oh? But they're okay. Are, are you more a fan of Kibbles? Kibbles are good. Um, Can we call them Kibbles, though, actually? No, uh, <laughs> actually. We're, we're calling them Kibbles, but they're spelled K-I-B-L. <laughs> good. Sorry, Kibbles, how many, no uh, bits. How many, how, many, how many of these... Kibbles, did you say it cost? Oh, only a hundred thousand. Oh, so a hundred, so a hundred kilo kibbles. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it's ten bits to a kibble, um, or a thousand deca kibbles. <laughs> yes, we are all familiar. Or we could steal it. <laughs> oh wait, we're not. And then it? sell it for a slight markdown. Wait, hold on. I think I did that math wrong. Ah, it doesn't matter. Wait, what uh, if we yeah. steal two? Because you needed one, right? Yeah, and and then then we sell the other one. Do you think we can steal two? Do you think we can steal How one? How big are they? Maybe we'll sell I three. I would highly advise against stealing two amplifiers that are worth 100000 each. They already want to put you in jail. Well, if they already, they already want, want to put to... us in jail, yeah. I mean, what's the harm? There's no downside here. They will move from wanting to put you in jail to wanting to kill you. Wouldn't be the first time, buddy. It's kind of hard to kill me. I'd rather not be killed. Why do you always have to be such a contrarian? Ah, but wouldn't that be the ultimate... Wouldn't that be the ultimate way to stick it to your family, though, Polaroy? No? Come on, being being killed killed as a criminal outlaw? I, I... I think I'd rather just live well. I think they say that's the best revenge. Well, you signed up for the wrong crew for that. Yeah, weren't you living well before? Like, I thought that's the whole deal. Did you die once? I, look, we can sit here all day and talk about what did or didn't happen to me, or we can talk about uh, this 
Well, sorry, what was it? I, I mean, we could. Attention. We spent very little time establishing backstories this far. <laughs> <laughs> the F999 amplifier, available for 100,000 kibbles, is the top-of-the-line amplifier from Empire Entertainment. Sorry, I, I was, like, unzipping my jacket during that. I'm going to have to, like... <laughs> f- future, future, delete that bit. <laughs> well, I the F999 amplifier... Uh, <laughs> Well, I didn't know whether to say future Mike or future Luke. <laughs> I just went with I Damn it, I should have named my character Future. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but the first time you did that narration, you did say the F999 narrator. <laughs> yeah, I just assume our editor is Future, the rapper. Okay. <laughs> the F999 amplifier is the top-of-the-line amplifier from Empire Entertainment and Aeronautics, primarily used by their associated acts, but also available for the price of 100,000 kibbles. Right, yeah, whatever, yeah, that. Wait, so this is, is, that, the, is that the PDA talking, or is that, is that no. next to the GM? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so, sorry, we have very similar voices. <laughs> I, I need to sort of, I need to get all this shit real straight. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Once post effects are applied to various voices, it'll be less of a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you assume I know how to do things. Oh, uh, I guess when you highlight, you <laughs> click effects, and then you just pick one out of the hat until it sounds. No, what effect my okay. voice will have? Uh, no, no, right. I was do I was doing more of a Rod Serling thing with the narrator, so that's on me. Okay. All right. So uh, after all that, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go steal some speakers, right? I give the I give um, my PDA a very pointed look that it's not able to see because there's no camera in this thing, and then uh, very slowly type steel amplifier into my to do list. <laughs> I don't approve of this behavior, but I suppose I cannot stop it. Yeah, just as an aside, um, I picture this thing as having exactly the functionality of a Palm Pilot. But there's right. also just a tiny robot voice that lives inside it that can't actually do anything. Nobody's uh-huh. really sure why they put those in there, but they're in there. <laughs> it, it's so they can charge twice as much money for it. Right, yeah. right. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to go after it, uh, which I suppose you do because it is the hook I gave you. And right. We don't have a lot else to work with yet. No, we're going grocery shopping. Anyway, uh, the show in question. Uh, sorry, I, I need... Again, I'm still getting these voices straight, so I apologize. No, by all means, you're fine. The show in question is taking place at the 97, an island complex somewhere between a truck stop, a hotel, and a fancy theater. Uh, It's located not far away, so the caravan won't have much trouble approaching. The bigger question is going to be getting in while being wanted criminals. You can already see, lined up outside, there are quite a few people waiting at the box office for their tickets, uh, as well as, thankfully, not too many guards or Empire officials, but enough that it does maybe raise some questions. It seems like more security than you'd expect, even for a show with a nice piece of equipment like that. Oh, I didn't realize they'd have guards. Well, never mind. Let's find something else to do. (laughs) Pottery, you chump! Come on! There's a diner nearby. You can eat the salt out right out of the shakers for hours. No one will throw you out. When have, you know, guards stopped us before? 
Uh, let's see. There was the time at the roadhouse. There was the time at Okay, when dust doesn't, doesn't count, the guards at- were pretty then. And, you know, I get distracted with pretty things. These guards are remarkably ugly, even for... Like, yeah! <laughs> even, like, for, like, bouncers. Like, I don't... Are they... There's not, like, no piercings inside. Not even, like... You know, like a handsome scar somewhere. I think they might. Nothing. I think they might be clones um, <laughs> of each other. That's how clones typically work. Yes. Okay. L- listen, listen. All right. I do not do subtle. I do not do sneaky, and I don't chicken out. I'm gonna go in there, fists blazing, and you all just go steal the thing while they're all paying attention to my ass kicking. Hmm. All right, well, that works. Uh, that sounds good. Forte, do you have any games? I'll just sit here and play Snake on your PDA while, while you take care of that. I um, grab Polaroy. Polaroy, I do want to clarify something. If you leave me hanging, I will hunt you down. I grab Polaroy by the neck and like, okay, come on, let's go. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> You're fine. I'm getting the fleshy bit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely putting it on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Leah, you want to go ahead and try and draw some attention? Yeah, uh, okay, so g- give me an exact uh, layout of what I'm seeing. Like, how many guards, where's the building, all that jazz? Uh, so the building is... Sorry. The building is in the center of a mid-sized floating island. You know the type. Not much in the way of trees. Most of it is taken up by one large complex. The front door is definitely the most heavily guarded. There's about half a dozen people there overseeing the selling of tickets and entrance into the facility. Uh, There's also a little diner off to the side, which probably does have free salt. Uh, (laughs) That one just has one guy who looks real tired. He's not really paying much attention at all. Uh, Can Um, I use one of my abilities? Oh, okay. What's the ability you wanted to use? I use the heart of power to ask you who is in control here. Ooh. So... Let me look over my notes. I think who's in control here is actually Charles Venevy, Chief Executive Officer of Empire Entertainment and Aeronautics, which is not what you would expect for kind of a low-level show with just some regular shit. Like, it's weird that he would be personally overseeing that at all. Uh, Thankfully, he's not out front, so you don't have to worry too much about him. He's probably on the higher levels, uh, dicking around, doing that sort of thing. Alright, uh, I think as we're kind of approaching and, and Leia is scoping things out, I kind of, like, nudge her. Okay, no, listen, I was being, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it, I was being a little lazy earlier, but I really think we might want to cut and run. There's, uh, look, look at these uniforms and these guards. There's some serious VIP stuff going on here. We really don't want to draw this kind of heat, I don't think. I, but, if there's a VIP, then clearly everyone's going to be much more worried about impressing at them and not letting them down. So their eyes will be less uh, focused on, say, some roadies who are just, you know, trying to move some equipment around. That's not how it works at all. They've become the hellbent on making sure every single part of this process goes perfectly so they don't get executed. At least that's my general experience. Well, then they'll definitely want to listen to us, the, you know, the roadies who know this equipment forward and backwards. I pick up an empty guitar case (laughs) that's been lying around and just 
throw it over my shoulder and try to act like it's really heavy. Okay, I pick up another guitar case, and uh, for me, it just is really heavy. (laughs) (laughs) I follow. There were no more guitar cases around. (laughs) I don't know why we have the two. We do not own a guitar among us. No, it's fine. There's just guitars hanging around on the ground. Sometimes you just end up with empty guitar cases. Ah... Listen, you you all know I, I don't I don't like the subtle approach. It's not really my thing. No, listen, and listen. If you wanna if you wanna distract him, that's great. That's great. But I we mean, need yeah, a way. I mean, listen. We need a way in and out. And if we're roadies, moving equipment's not gonna look suspicious. Okay, I'm just I, I'm just saying. Like, do you do? You, are y'all actually gonna be able to find the speaker? I'm assuming it's going to be uh, where the audio equipment is, probably backstage. Okay. All right. Because once I start, like, you're on the clock. Are we ready? No! <laughs> well, that, that's too bad. I'm ready to rumble, and the GM has not presented any other options. Let's go! <laughs> and, Wait, is, uh, the, is the GM what she calls the, the arm that she talks to? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> General uh, Mullers or something? Uh... Yeah, so, okay, so how many armed guards are there exactly again? Uh, about half a dozen. Half a dozen? Perfect. All right. Uh, I'm just going to try and just run up and sucker punch one of them as, like, a sneak attack. All right. Uh, let's get some dice going. Give me one second. You have, We're going to call that brawn plus cheek. Uh, you have both. I'm going to add a quick little aside here to explain how this works. The yeah. viewers at home. And for those of us playing. Some of us didn't quite <laughs> get it. That's fair. Um, so basically, the way most of these actions are going to work, it's a dice pool system. Uh, you start out with one. Uh, you can get one more if you have an appropriate style. You can get one more if you have an appropriate mood. And you can get one more if you have mastery. There's a few different ways to get that. Uh, though I don't know how many we're going to hit on in four sessions. Um, so in this case, it's going to be 3d10, because Leah has brawn and cheek, as well as the base one. Okay. Uh, and I just go with the highest number I get? Yep. That's a nine. All right, so nine's going to be a success. Uh, let me roll for damage real quick, which for your weapon is going to be d8. Uh, okay, that's three, and then spread to three. Okay, so, uh, Leah, you just run up on this guy, and before he can react, you have punched him directly in the jaw. Uh, the motion of that sends him flying into three guys on the other side of the door, uh, and he basically just knocks them over. They're kind of like bowling pins or dominoes. He yeah. flies into one. That guy topples over into the next one. And that guy topples over into the third. Uh, you do have two people pulling guns on you now. And they're just going like, hey, 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 what's going on here? All right. And uh, here's something they weren't expecting. And something we hadn't yet established out loud in the lore. Uh, I fucking fire my uh, grapple hand. Uh at one of the dudes and uh, swing him into the other guy. Alright, uh, just give me another 3d10 roll. Hell yeah! Uh, that's a 7. Alright, so that's gonna be stressful success. Uh, give me a second to roll these again. Yeah, no, that just 
takes them completely out. Uh, they do get a chance to fire off a few shots first. Um, most of them just kind of graze you or ricochet off the arm, which your dad doesn't like that. He's like, hey, 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 you gotta... Uh, I'm like drifting. I'm drifting to fucking Rick and Morty here. What am I doing? <laughs> hey, hey, you got, you got a, you. Uh, oh, okay, I got it. You gotta keep an eye out for that kind of thing, kid. You're gonna get yourself hurt. I mean, I mean, you got shot and it was fine. I'm made of metal. <laughs> it, I, well, technically, I'm made of nothing, but I'm in metal. I don't know what you expect. I mean, I, um, I could I could be a robot hand. But, but you're not. I feel, I feel like we're missing a, an important factor here, which is that you are not currently a robot hand. You're, you're, made, you're made of flesh and fur. It seems... Yeah, but we're... Look, let's focus on the moment. All right. Um, so yeah, you would take one stress from that. Uh, that's just going to go to armor. So you're fine right now. You don't need to worry much. Okay. Uh, so the other three are... I'm presuming you are just going backstage and carrying those guitars, acting like you know what you're doing. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. This is pretty easy because the sound of six dudes getting their asses kicked all at once uh, with a grapple arm, uh, it did draw a lot of attention. You're welcome! Um, so the... Security detail backstage is thinning out a lot. Uh, obviously, there's still a couple people there, mm-hmm. but they're mostly checking IDs and making sure that nobody starts any shit. Uh, one of them is in a little like guard booth next to what's probably a security console, but he's definitely asleep, so okay. not paying a whole lot of attention. Okay, so yeah, we're backstage now? Um... I'm probably going to say that the guy checking IDs does sort of hold you up, and he's like, uh, can I see some identification? I turn to Podleroy and just say, Rookie, you got our IDs, right? Oh, yes, uh, of course I've got them right here. Uh, he starts like, listen, it, 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 as much of a useless piece of shit as he is, he's, this ain't his first rodeo. He starts like, uh, like acting like he's digging through his pockets. Yeah, right, of course, they're oh, oh, right God. here. To, Damn it. Uh, no, 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 I've got them. Uh, oof, uh, is this, there, is, um... this is your last. All right. Look. Oh. We've been, we've been trying to train up this guy. As you can see, he's a little soft. Uh, he I was in I charge of handling the papers while we were loading stuff. He clearly dropped them somewhere. Uh, any chance you can just let us through? They're really going to be really mad if we don't get this equipment upstage right now. They're going to be really mad if I let somebody through without identification. Oh, come on, I'm we've sure been you... through here like four times already. Surely you remember us. I think I left our identification papers in up... Oh, boy, there. I think I left them inside. Okay, see? Yeah, exactly. How are we supposed to give you our identification if you won't let us in? Hang on. I, I think he he starts actually thinking about that. He's like... <laughs> So he's sort of not quite counting on his fingers, but clearly trying to work through yep. something with them. Uh-huh. They, they need their identification. <laughs> but it's inside. Look, you can just let us in so we can get our identification, then we'll come back and give it to you. Everything will be good. All right, uh, Lexi, give me 
uh, lies plus charm, which is also 3d10. Okay. That is a uh, 19... Uh, I got... What What do I do? Do I add them together? Just highest, highest number. number. Okay, that's a 10. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, I, I think um, that guard just sort of narrows his eyes at you, but then he decides, you know, this isn't really worth arguing about. Like, you guys are clearly roadies. You have guitar cases. One of you is an armadillo, and that's fine. You know... <laughs> What else would an armadillo? What else would an armadillo be here if not a roadie? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so he's just gonna kind of roll his eyes and be like, "Fine, but make it quick. I'm gonna be going on break in like 20 minutes, and I don't want to sit around here waiting for you." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. As as we're walking, I just I look at, I give Polaroy a um, fake stern look and just say. You got real lucky this time. <laughs> I, I think as we're walking, he looks at you and says, No, wait, wait we're already passive. You don't have to keep pretending to be mean to me. <laughs> right. Right, of course. Um. So yeah, you three are backstage. It looks like most backstage areas you've been to, but a bit less cluttered and a lot nicer. Yeah, it's kind of a narrow hallway, a lot of doors. Um, some of those are going to open up into, you know, bands that are paid more than you, practicing or just like hanging out, drinking, having a. What what do rock stars do? I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming they just kind of like hang out. Uh, I I'm sad to tell you, but of everyone in this call, you're the closest one anyone would call a rock star. <laughs> Shit. So. Shit. If you don't know... I think what you say goes here. Yeah. I mean, usually yeah. I do just hang out. It's a, have a, it's a have fantasy a thing. Just whatever is happening is happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then they, they're having a cyber brewski and, like, <laughs> magic joints. Hell yeah. Yeah. Techno-weed. <laughs> yeah, techno-weed. It restores your MP. Oh, yeah. Going out, going out, I remember as a kid going out behind the, behind the school and uh, dropping some bass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's it's mostly what you expect, but as you get deeper, I think especially Forte and Pottleroy, you get you do get sort of a vibe that something's off. There's a lot of doors that just have like "Do not enter," "Do not disturb" signs on them. Okay. Uh, there's some equipment you don't really recognize, and admittedly, you don't recognize a lot of equipment. Right. Uh, you know, that's more Leah's thing, but you feel like you should probably recognize some of it. And the equipment you do recognize is its kind of weird shit. You wouldn't expect to see it at a concert. It's, like, supplies for magic rituals. I mean, I guess Doom Lord concerts. Those obviously have magic rituals. But, sure, right. You know, that's something the audience signs on for. They want to be bathed in blood and used to summon a yeah. powerful demon lord. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Uh, I think I'm just going to whisper over to Forte and just be like, it, this was supposed to be a concert, right? I guess. I guess I don't. I don't know that for sure. I'm. Listen, I get a lot of bad feelings, but I'm getting an especially bad feeling right now. I feel like we need to find what we came here for, grab it, and go. That works for me. Uh, all right. Where is the speaker? So they're probably setting it up out in the the stage, right? Yeah. So we just we just have to find the stage. All right, lead the way. All right. Uh, meanwhile, Leah, 
I'm going to say that for obvious reasons, there are now several more guards uh, at your back, and the people lined up outside the box office, they're, they're starting to worry a bit. None of them are, like, leaving their position, because they've been waiting here, and they want their tickets. Uh, but they are definitely, like, kind of elbowing each other, giving you a lot of looks, wondering what's going on there. Um, one of the guards who shows up, um, he definitely also looks like a clone, but he looks like a larger one. Like, they've been giving this guy some meat. Okay. Um. Oh, you look like you've been having some... I'm sorry, I still don't have a handle on this character voice. <laughs> That's fine, I don't Listen. think any of us do, it's fine. <laughs> I what think Luke's the only one who does. I think you'll find I don't do character voices. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted to give her kind of a southern draw, but she keeps slipping into, like, British for some reason. <laughs> I think it's because I keep listening to what Luke's doing. No, I was saying blame Luke. Luke. Listen, yeah. it's a space accent. Again. Yeah. Southern space. Bridges. You look like you've been having some meat. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of like bordering on Irish, kind of. <laughs> you look like you ain't been getting enough of a pound, then. Uh, is what he says. You see? Okay, at this point, you guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, <laughs> like, fist, like fistin. She's not getting the. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Listen, listen. <laughs> this is a very different type of game than the one we talked about. <laughs> I'm, norm- I'm normally better at insulting people than this. I'm sorry. Sorry, I need to. Can we start off on the right foot? Um, listen, I do want to kick your ass, but I don't want to insult you. I mean, sh- 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 sure, dude, I'll, I'll give you a mulligan try again. I'm gonna beat the hell out of you! And then, uh, he is rushing at you. Alright, uh, I am going to, uh, jump up, uh, throw my legs over his shoulders, and using his momentum, I'm gonna fucking Hurricane Rana the guy. Hell yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say this is difficulty one, um, but you do have mastery from wrestling because uh, you took a brawn knack in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still gonna amount to three d ten for right now. All right. Uh, it's a six. All right. So that's going to be a stressful success. Uh, give me one second. Okay, so that's D8 for you. Ooh, all right. And then uh, let's say D6 for him. Okay. Um, so he does... Uh, let, me th- let me think of how I want to flavor this. Um, you do manage to get your legs around him, uh, but as you're taking him down, he kind of shifts his weight. Um, it's not really an elegant fall for either of you. It's... You kind of fall on top of each other one after the other uh, in a weird way, just sort of tumbling around. Mm-hmm. He definitely gets the worst of it. He is looking a lot worse for wear, and he's not—he's probably not down for the count, but he's not getting up immediately either. Uh, whereas, you know, you're just—you're just feeling the adrenaline. You're feeling good. You're feeling fantastic. Woo! And I think the other guards who came with him are. Just kind of, they're looking at each other, and they're starting to think, uh, do we really want to fight this girl? Maybe not. They're not backing off, but they're not coming any closer either. They're just sort of 
trying to get a handle on the vibe. Alright, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna try and intimidate them. I'm gonna try and turn around and be like, who wants some? Okay, um, are you gonna, like, flex or pose or anything for that? Absolutely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just fucking, like, show off the guns, just like, mmm. Uh, I, th- I think one of them goes the other, like, shit, she has, she has guns. <laughs> She's been working out, dude. Uh, and then the other's like, one, one of them's made of metal. It's just like that. <laughs> That's just what her arm is. Yeah, man, but like, the other, the other one's real buff. And you saw what she just did to that guy. Bro, she did that with her legs. Yeah, but the, your legs are the strongest part of your body. And that's if you're not a rabbit. How much do you think she jumps? Uh, and I, wait, hang on, I need to know. Is Listen. that racist? Uh, not really. She she does tend to do some jumping. Okay. Um, and, and, and like as she's flexing, uh, she, she's just like, yeah, that guy talked about pounding. But let me tell you how much mochi I made on the moon, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think the other guards do just kind of, like, run off. They're not, they don't have anywhere to go other than here, so they are probably just going around the corner and into the building, which is probably fine. Yeah, that's probably fine. Hey again, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the show so far, and I promise we eventually figure out what the hell we're doing with these character voices. If you are enjoying the show, then consider supporting us at patreon.com slash playtest. For only a dollar a month, you get access to new episodes a week in advance. If you're listening to this one on the 29th, you could listen to it on the 22nd. You could be listening to next week's episode right now. At $3 per month, you'll get access to early episodes, plus a monthly bonus podcast where Luke and Molly discuss the design of Eidolon Become Your Best Self. You also get access to the GM notes for each episode, including these interlude ones. And for $5 a month, you'll receive access to the current draft of Eidolon, as well as getting your name read out on the podcast, like so. Thank you very much to 21st Century, Monica Umancic, NM, Gray Aster, Augie Doggy, May Lover, Maximilian Gumble, Kevin King, Charlie Neal, Theodore Beauregard Mann, Propagable, Kenny Albrecht, Brulee, Big Fella, Liam Black, Jenna F., Rem Diaz, Clockwise Man, AJ, Mary Painter, Robin Long, Robin Magi, Patch, Nubs Eater of Dice, Imran Bassett, Sudzu, Mage of Spade, Joe Richardelli, Mark Sokolov, John Brownlee, Ava, Grief Ninja, Addie Gail Ralston, Tanner Vogelsang, Benjamin Lewis, Abby Tandon, Crasspants, Scaly Haley, Bizarre Logo, Christopher Pragados, uh, Tabitha Spokes, Pete Shaka, Destryhawk, I am so excited for the final Leah that I am gonna stop stealing names, Dreshura, Adam Levine, Tono, the mysterious fox of Fox Hollow, Jeans, James Terenzia, Soda Juice, LV, Kyle Wayne LaCroix, Cassandra Mira, Smokey, Hannah, Big Titty Goth Tradwife, Queen Cat Attack, Dragon Girl Josie, Freebie, Mitchell Dill, Beardo, David, Jenny Size, Fire Princess Lily, Jordan Sam, Peridotted, Abilene, Witsu, Celeste Jennings, Jennifer, Johan159, Mark Myers, Sky, Morgan Spade, Eli Maroney, June B., Jacob Hathcock, Jeff Dorman, Dylan Lee, Evan, 
Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Rizzy, Lachlan Cleland, Ryan Ball, Robert Wilson, Ellen, Evie Helms, Erica Maybe, Striven, Casey Cosmos, Lizzie Two-Shoes, August, and the Z-Mage. Anyway, thank you all so very much for supporting us, supporting the show. Uh, it means a lot to us, and I know that the whole crew, myself included, is extremely happy that we can bring this to you week after week, and that you're having a good time with it. As for our stormy present, like I said before, expect that to release on the 5th of April. If you'd like to run your own high-flying adventures through the stormy skies, you'll be able to pick up a copy then. That's all I have for you right now. Let's get back to the show! Pottleroy, Forte, and Rosa... Mm-hmm. Um, you do make your way to the stage without too much trouble. Uh, the guards who were back here, now they're emptying out. A lot of them are running upstairs. Some of them are running out back. Some of them are running in from the back. Seems like there's some shit going on. Plus side, the guy from earlier probably doesn't care much about your IDs anymore if he did at the time. <laughs> Listen, I uh, was so... fully hoping that I would completely ruin his, uh, his break, so... <laughs> You do make it to backstage, and um, you do see the CEO of Empire there. Uh, he's sort of standing next to the various stage hands. Are they stage hands? No, they're not stage hands. The various roadies and what look like welders and like engineer engineers. Um, this is not helping the vibes. It seems less like they're putting on a show and more like, well, they're working on this thing in the middle. And Pottleroy, I think you would immediately... It's not so much that you recognize it as it looks similar to a lot of stuff you've seen uh, when you were younger. Okay. Uh, Because, boy, there's... You know, some kind of weird tube in the middle, like a transparent tube full of some kind of ooze or liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, you're more worried about the tubes going into that tube, which are filled with something that hopefully isn't blood. It's a lot of sigils etched into it and sort of... They didn't paint it on the floor because that would be rude. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are ones in chalk and there are ones made with like gaffer tape. Is there um, something I can roll to, like, look at this more closely and try to make sense of what it is? Let me think about that. Uh, let me take a look at styles real quick. I have the only style I yeah. have is steel. Um, I think that would probably be either focus plus dread or reveal plus dread. Okay. Um, you do have dread. I got and dread. I think I'm starting to have dread. <laughs> uh, I, I think this is an instance where you'd have mastery as well. Um, okay. From your experience as uh, part of the Doomlord dynasty. Okay. So, yeah, roll 3d10 for me and let me know what the Three. top result you get is. Okay, that would be <laughs> a four. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you just I got a have... one, a two, and a four. Oh, That's yeah. Polaroid. Yeah, let me roll for composure stress real quick. Oh, that's a six. Okay. Okay. What does that's that mean? That's a six on a d6. Um, well, it means I'm going to roll for Fallout. Um, so I'm going to have another brief aside here. The way Fallout works in this is when you get to a certain stress threshold, 
Um, I'm going to roll a d10, and if I get below your stress minus your resistance in that category, uh, something bad's gonna happen. Okay, and right now I have um, six stress? Uh, you have six minus one, because you have one composure resistance. Okay, okay. So, we'll see... God damn, you've made like one roll and you beefed it <laughs> And it was like times. an investigation roll. It was me looking at it and I go, huh, what's that? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I, I, okay. I love I love that, like, I'm fucking like, hey, hey, you guys go do whatever. I'm going to charge into like six armed guards and see what happens. And I'm coming right. out just fine. Luke's just like, hey, I want to look at the big obvious thing in the <laughs> middle of the room. Oh, fuck you, buddy. Listen. <laughs> That's just how it goes sometimes. In fairness, you are very good at beating people up. That is yeah. true. I, I that is the roughness character that way. <laughs> uh, all right, so this is going to be moderate composure fallout. So let me think about what that would be. I think you are fucking terrified, and you want to get out of here. Now, is that just, like, as I'm looking at this thing, it's scary, or did I, like, discern something about it that is striking that fear into me? So, I think you're not exactly able to figure out what it is. Okay. But you recognize enough about this device to tell they have a demon trapped in that tube, and you don't know what that demon is, you don't know why they have it there. You can tell it's a pretty big deal, Yeah. and you can tell it's, like really hungry hungrier than you should probably keep any evil monster as a general rule yeah whatever this device is it clearly relies on keeping this demon hungry which in turn means they're also keeping it angry it just gives you really bad vibes you were already worried enough the ceo of empire entertainment is here you don't want to deal with him yeah this whole situation seems extremely bad I drop the guitar case I've got with a loud thud, turn on my heel, grab uh, Rosa and Forte, uh, you know, each of their hands and one of mine. And go, we're going. We're leaving right now. There's other things hey, we well, can well, do. Come on. Let's go. Podleroy, Podleroy. Hold on. Hold on. No. Nope, we're going to leave. Nope. Let's take the subwoofer with us. We No, there is no. You don't understand. We need to go now. This is. Oh, boy. No. Uh-uh. We got to go. Uh, <laughs> I think the. Between the guitar case and the argument you're having, which I'm assuming is in hushed whispers. Right, yeah. But maybe not, like, hushed enough. <laughs> right. Um, uh, I do yeah, think... Yeah, this room does have very good acoustics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think first a couple of the roadies notice what's going on, and they kind of, like, turn to face you. And then the CEO of Empire Entertainment, Charles Venevy, just sort of stiffens up. Uh, and he says... Now, hold on. I think I've heard those voices before. Uh, and he's going to turn on his heels, and he's just giving the three of you this nice, real charming little smile. Holloway has given up on trying to take the others with him and is just, like, like speed walking to the exit. Yeah, no, it's fun (laughs) seeing that. I say, Holloway, I think you're right. We should leave right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I stay looking well, And I let them go Well That was a little disappointing Now what brought you here you little uh, what, is, what is that thing Chad what's that thing uh, And he's like elbowing an engineer And the engineer's like uh, I think that's a giant fairy armadillo sir but No like I get that It's a big armadillo Why's it got like a, a hoop 
It's got like a hoop around it. I start um, spinning the hoop. Oh, look at that! It's <laughs> it's trained. Isn't that fun? Charles, um, sir, sorry, Mr. Venevy, dude, 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 call me Charles. Come on, we're we're all friends here. We're all friends. Now, uh, what's what's the problem, man? Uh, uh yeah, Charlie. Uh, hey, I didn't say Charlie. Uh, yeah, sir, <laughs> um, that we should probably get away from that thing. Uh, it looks it looks real bad. Come on, you never seen a laser light show before? And then Rosa, do you want to uh, attack this guy, or what are you doing? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go forward and see how many of these people I can get. All right, um, I'm gonna call that because I could say- do it with precision and just like try to take them out or rush and just boil yeah. myself over. I think either of those fits. So yeah, let's call that a rush plus enigma because they mm-hmm. don't get what you're, mm-hmm. uh, what's going on with you. Um, so yeah, uh, give me three d ten. Okay. Uh, ten was my highest. Unless that's oh, a that's zero. excellent. I, no, yeah, that's a ten. Brain. All right. Uh, so since it's ten. Ooh. Okay. We're boosting your die size, and you get plus two from killer uh because that's a trait you took on your hoop Mm -hmm. uh so sorry hang on gotta lick my lips (laughs) all right uh so that's an 11 Mm -hmm. um do you want to focus on charl or do you want to focus on the crew i think the smart thing here is focus on charl okay uh then yeah i think he's just gonna keep approaching and at first, the lasers aren't really doing anything mm-hmm. special. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, they're just for show. Yeah. Uh, they look cool. Cool light um, show. Twirl here, a jump there. Yeah. And what he doesn't know about this hoop mm-hmm. is that that's because it takes a while to spin up. Um, so as he's getting real close, uh, you angle yourself just so. Uh, and all the lasers fire at full power directly at his chest and he gets knocked to the ground wind is completely knocked out of him all the engineers are freaking out one of them's like oh oh fuck oh we need to keep that thing away from the accumulator oh my god and they don't have any idea how to do that they got like wrenches and shit Mm -hmm. so they're just kind of like some of them are trying to sort of shuffle around you like this is a wrestling match. Others are just kind of like whacking you on the back with the wrenches. And that's not doing anything because mm-hmm. you got armor there. You got natural armor. It's kind of just a complete shit show. Uh, uh, and <laughs> it seems like they don't want me to hurt that thing in the middle. So I'm going to hurt that thing in the middle. I like where your head. Hell at. yes. I'm going <laughs> to rush it. I'm just going to run for it. Are you, just, are you gonna like ram it like a ball? Yeah, and like probably will the way I imagine the the laser hoop would do is like I would ram it and then the laser would like cut around it. Oh, that's good. Just like cut a hole in the whole damn yeah. thing. All right. Uh, yeah. Give me rush plus dread difficulty one. So that'll be two d ten. That's a ten. Oh, fantastic. Then yeah, no, you you fucking obliterate this thing. You barely even need to bring the lasers out because you ram into it with such force that 
it is practically shattered already. Um, some of the stuff inside is oozing out, and you're starting to see the form of... Oh, that thing is, like, all mouth. That thing is... It's, like... It's just, like, a mouth with legs. And... It starts moving, and that's probably not the best sign. Um, the other two... Which direction were you going? Um, I was trying to just go back the way we came. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'll say you guys can get out pretty easily. Uh, maybe you, or you, are you fine reuniting with Leah? Just so I can keep this fairly That's fine streamlined. With me, yeah, so we don't have to splinter uh, this group up that much. Yeah, no, I oh. think I'm actually going to say that hearing that racket, I turn back and see what's going on and think, well, maybe this is a chance to grab that subwoofer after all. So I think I'm going to double back. Forte? No, no, we can't. Oh, that, I'm not standing around to argue. I'm booking it. All right. Uh. Back over with Leah, um, you've just sort of been chilling out, I'm assuming. Yeah, unless anybody else has stepped up to me, yeah. Yeah, so there have been a few guards running your way. Um, but the thing is that you're way better than any of these chumps, and especially when they see the piles of their clone siblings on the ground, that's not great for morale, so... They've kind of been easy to mop up for the most part. But then a siren goes off, and they all just look sort of like... They kind of look freaked out and angry at the same time. Like, ugh, we gotta go one way and then the other because of an emergency. You know the vibe when, like, you were at school and a fire drill happened at, like, the wrong time? Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe that we got going right now. Um... So they sort of rush back in. Some of them passed you, others doubling back. Um, and then Pottleroy comes out uh, without either of your two other friends, uh, and he looks like he's seen some shit. Uh, we've got to go! Oh, no, 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 no. We have a problem. What? Yes, we, we absolutely have a problem. There is, uh, they've got some kind of demon hooked up in a machine in there we've got to hit the road the other two just ran the wrong no, way towards no, it no, that's, that's bad we that's, gotta that is not the problem i'm referring to the problem is that you've come back out here empty-handed that it that i came back with both my hands which at this point i'm considering to be the, the success <laughs> is that a dig at my is that a dig at my robot hand oh oh no, I'm so sorry. That wasn't uh, real disrespectful. That wasn't intentional. I didn't really mean. Oh well, I've really stepped in it now, haven't I? Listen, <laughs> we can deal with this later. We've got to get going. No, not without, not without the other two, and not without that subwoofer. I'm like headed to run back to where you parked the airship. I know you don't know how to start that thing. Ah! So, Aaliyah, are you going to uh, go inside? Uh, I'm going to grab Pottleroy <laughs> by the, 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 the cuff of his shirt and I'm going to drag him back inside. No! No! <laughs> Alright, uh, Forte, you're doing pretty well, all things considered. Uh, you found the F999 real easy, and it's just sitting out there. Nobody's worried about it at all. Great, I'm just gonna grab this it. This is like, I will say, Charles is probably getting to his feet by now, and uh, he's kind of making a big show of dusting himself off. Well, 
You know what they say, the best way to learn is through failure. So, uh, thanks, little creature. What? Little armadillo, whatever. Anyway, I am going to need to kill both of you for interfering with my work. And give me one moment to find... Yeah, he pulls out a keytar. I really hope he says, give me one moment to find, as he's pulling it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's all I'm... Okay, yeah, here it is. Uh, Check it out. Pretty sweet, isn't it? Uh, It has a bunch of, like, glowy tubes and decals attached to it. As far as you can tell, they don't really serve any purpose. They're just there to look cool, and they only end up weighing the thing down. Yeah, that Um, that is pretty sweet. Hey, Rosa, you think you could use one of those? Nod. All right, yeah, well, I guess we'll take that, too, then. Oh, hey, hey, no, this is is a custom. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, all right, um... Yeah, Rosa, give me Rush plus Dread, uh, let's say difficulty one, so that amounts to 2d10. Okay. That's a 10! <laughs> Alrighty. So let me roll damage real quick. Alright, that's gonna be another d10 plus two. Yeah, so you just ram him and just kind of make. He makes a noise kind of like that. And he's just on the floor now, like... I'm gonna is... step over him and grab this uh, keytar. He's, he's kind of clutching to the other end of it, like, you've got it by the handle, he's got it by the base, and he's like, no! I'm I, gonna bite I, his come hand! On. Ah, come on! Come on, man! That's That thing was really expensive! It cost me, like, a week's wages! Come on! <laughs> Bite. I mean, my company made it, so I got it for free. But it, you know, to manufacture it cost me a He's week's wages. He's gonna lose some fingers here. Remember, Duh. I have op- omnivore. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I, th- I think uh, the saliva starts getting to him, mm-hmm. and eventually he does let go. He's just like, oh, what? The- that's not. That's not armadillo. That's like, oh, it's like the. It's like the alien from that one movie that doesn't exist in this setting, but I know it anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, when you're rich, gonna, en- when you're rich enough, you can get movies that don't exist. I'm just yeah. gonna kind of like stand on top of him, or like sit with my whole weight on his chest. Um, I think by now most of the ooze from that tube has drained out, and uh, the cracks in it have only gotten bigger. Uh, that's not helped by the fact that the demon inside of it is now very much awake, and it's just sort of ramming its head body into the side to try and make the cracks even bigger. Uh, and I think it's at that point that Leah comes in with Pottleroy sort of just dragged along. No! No! What the fuck is that thing? Uh, I, I think I thing, told you! That thing is our distraction. Let's go, guys. Rosa, come on! And uh, I'm going to fire my grapple hand to pull her towards the front of the room. I was thinking about eating the demon. Okay, let's go. No, no, no listen, the demon will eat, eat the- them, and we'll be able to get away scot-free. Okay, we got a keytar and a nap from it. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go! I think by now, pretty much everybody who was on stage is just, uh, they're in a complete panic. One of them's trying to, like, hoist, uh, Charles and get him out of here, but he's just like, my keytar. Come on, give it back. Um, no. And uh, the rest of them are just 
Oh, they're, they probably should fight this thing or try to wrangle it. They're not trained for that. Uh, there are some guards coming in. They're definitely not trained to deal with this. They're here to, like, stop drunk people from causing a ruckus at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not here to foil a monster attack. Uh, I think one of them does just get eaten up immediately. Um, Good for him. Well, sucks to be that guy. Rip. <laughs> so the four of you, uh, you make your way out. It's kind of against a sea of guards at this point. Again, they should probably do something about you. They've got bigger problems right now. Um, and you do make your way back to the van. You do kind of need to install this thing to get it going again, because, oh, that engine was was already having a rough time. It needs its needs its amp. Alright, I'll I'll get on that. I'm gonna oh. see what this fancy keytar does that was gonna supposed to threaten our lives. I'm gonna crawl under the sofa and uh uh tremble. Uh if if it helps there is a bag full of salt and sugar packets under there. <laughs> if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times the, a, an air pirate's secret weapon is the fact that literally everyone else is completely incompetent. <laughs> that does it's, that does actually track with my experience shockingly well. It seems to me that uh, one of us is also incompetent. I, uh, fair, wait, fair. Wait, who who said that? Oh, that was Leah's dad's arm. Oh, right. Yes, of course. <laughs> Sorry, I, I still don't have the most distinctive voice. I like the implication that Potteroy can only hear Leah's dad when he's specifically insulting him. <laughs> no, I just forgot how Leah's dad. I'm like, wait, fuck, did someone, like, sneak on the van with us? Shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Potteroy will be sleeping at night, and then he'll just hear a voice on the other side of the room. You piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking silver spoon scumbag. Uh, so, yeah, I think, Leah, you managed to get the ship in the air. Uh, it's moving pretty nicely. The drum hits sound a little, like, oh, uh, you can't tell whether they're just real quiet or something about the machine's not working right. The, it's making it hard for the van to take off properly. And then you realize, oh, that demon got, like, real big real quick. Uh, and it does seem to be, just be sort of, you think it's moving to the beat? You can tell that the energy that's supposed to be coming from the drums and going to the ship, no, that's just, that's like going down into it. Oh, it's beating off of the beats. Ah, okay. What can I do about this? Um, is, is there a way I can maybe try to circumvent that, like get into the thing's wiring? I mean, yeah, this 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 thing's jury rigged, so I think that's definitely feasible. All right, yeah, let me, uh, what, what do I roll to do that? Uh, all right, that'd be an airship roll, so that's base of 3d10, uh, plus one from jury rig. so yeah, give me 4d10. All right, actually getting to roll four of them, let's do it. Nine! All right, so you can't necessarily wire the ship to not run on K-Energy. That's not how it works, uh, but what you can do is just sort of get everything pointed away from that monster. Uh, and thankfully, 
you were still in the process of hooking up this new speaker, so you can just uh, get it turned around. It's kind of blasting out the other end. The effect kind of throws the van off balance. It's not falling, but it's just kind of at an angle now, which I don't think is great for Pottleroy. Yeah, I'm imagining him just sort of rolling to one side of the van, probably uh-huh. hitting a couple things. Yeah. Uh, the sugar cushions him, though, so that's nice. <laughs> so yeah, you are successfully taking off from the 97, which... By this point, is already falling apart. Uh, there is a monster that seems to be eating both gunfire and uh, the screams of everybody running from it. Uh, there are several other people attempting to take off to not a whole lot of success. Uh, you do see one real fancy ship away on the other side of the island. Uh, that seems to be getting away fine. So, you know, glad the rich, glad the rich guy's getting out of there. Oh, yeah, no, he's got, like, oh, he's got surround sound set up. He, he is... He's got a quadraphonic ship. It, it's got engines just sort of plastered in every direction. It looks awful, and they're all, the, like, the gaudiest shade of gold, but he thinks it looks cool. And God, what a <laughs> Seems asshole. to be working out for him. Say, you just kind of get into the sky and watch as this entire complex is just collapsing. Well, I think we did pretty good there. Um, you know, mission accomplished. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say that whatever happened back there was not our fault. I mean, they were the ones tampering with forces that no being should tamper mm-hmm. with. I, honestly, if we hadn't busted that thing, something else almost certainly would have. These things never go well. Yeah, I we did them a favor. What were they trying to do? I don't know. I just broke it. Oh, um, is that uh, is that rich uh, ship like still like near ish or is it just gone? Oh, I'd say it's near ish. It's not out of uh, it's okay. not out of sight yet. I think Polaroy, uh finally starting to kind of calm down. He's breathing heavy. He's all like, you know, his hair is all messed up. His clothes are fucked up just from bouncing around the ship a bunch. And he kind of looks down at the demon. And looks up and sees that very uh, fancy-looking airship and just turns to Leia and says, Do we have any way to contact them? Why would we do that? Just, d- just yes or no? Mm, I think it's better that they don't know that we survived that. I- <laughs> Alright. Valeroy, what were you gonna do? I just... They just summoned a demon in the middle of nowhere. I wanted to- I wanted some answers! I feel like any answers we ask for from them are going to come at a price. None of us can afford to pay. Answers are overrated. Sometimes there's a demon, sometimes there's an armadillo with a laser hula hoop. You just have to go with it. Well, in any case, we got the main thing we needed, but I still need a lot more uh, smaller parts and things to tweak to get this thing running right so we're not like flying around sideways. I think we need to head to a scrapyard. I'm going to go sit down in the shower stall in the back. <laughs> okay, don't use any of the water. Don't touch my rubber ducky. As as Polaroid's leaving, I just I just say uh, with a slight uh, like teasing edge to my voice, "Hey, Scrapyard, this is great. Maybe we can trade Polaroid for uh, you know a new microwave." Don't be silly. 
He's not made of metal. They won't want him for anything. <laughs> Plus, he's probably not that worth that much on the open market. No, Pyro's good. Entertaining. Good part of the team. We keep our... I, I, wish, uh, I wish we could hear uh, Leah's dad because Forte has absolutely done the mental math on just how much... They could probably get for like turning Polaroid into his family. <laughs> hmm. uh, I think Leah's ha- Leah's mechanical hand is stroking her chin on its own. <laughs> they had to be doing something with that creature. Well, yeah, definitely, but um, I don't think we have uh, have a way to figure anything out for the moment. We gotta we gotta get the ship and. In working order, before we can do anything else. Well, you could always try and track down Garcia. Mm, your old partner? Listen, I'm not, I'm not saying it would be a good idea, but he might know something about all this. <sighs> I'll tell you what. Let, let's let's get the ship fixed first, and then we'll talk to Garcia. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, and then the arm just falls back down, limp. Do you finish talking to your dad? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They. They. Um. They. They were the. They were the original owners of the ship. Uh. My. My dad and his partner. They were. They were. They were a real thorn in. Uh. In Empire's side. You know. And the. 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 Fi- the, the famous Buckner and Garcia. You know. They. Uh. <laughs> They, uh, really, really, uh, painted the town red back in the day. And, um... Really drove the Empire crazy. Yeah. Drove them <laughs> out of their minds. <laughs> I assume these are <laughs> jokes. <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, let's see. Uh, so I want to try and... I, I, ass- I assume I assume Leah would know how to get to a scrapyard from here? Yeah, I, I think, um... I think we can probably wrap up first session uh, and just say the ship rises further into the night sky and following a chart plotted by Leah, it makes its way to a nearby junkyard, which will have parts that are mm, good enough for like a week or two. And that at least should be enough to keep going for now. Eidolon Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest, and you can follow Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, Lexi at Tabletop Camera, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, and me, Maxi, at Maxi Satan. For updates on our stormy present, follow at Blackberry Holly. We'll be back next week on March 29th for Patreon subscribers and April 5th for everybody else. See you then! Bye.